0: Welcome to the Tips for Lawyers podcast, episode number 20, and welcome to 2015. This is the first podcast for 2015, and as a result, I thought it might be a good idea to start with a little bit of talk about goal setting. Chances are pretty high that in the recent few weeks, some of you at least have made a few resolutions of some sort as part of the normal uh, New Year's exercise that most of us go through in one way or another, and I wanted to have a talk about how we can actually make that process a little bit more useful, a little bit more actionable, and how we can go about breaking down those goals into something a bit more meaningful. Before I get into that, I did want to invite you because I haven't in a little while. If you're enjoying the podcast, if you're getting something out of it, if you want to just offer some encouragement generally, if you can head over to iTunes and offer a five-star rating there with a positive comment, that would be really helpful. Helps keep me a little bit visible in iTunes. Helps keep me on the right lists and in the right places. Uh, the easiest way to get there is if you go to tipsforlookers.com slash iTunes. That'll take you straight over to iTunes where you can do it or there should be links available in every episode. The show notes for the podcast today are going to be at tipsforlawyers.com slash podcast slash 20, or if you just go to the podcast link from the homepage, I'm sure you'll be able to find it from there. Not too difficult. So let's have a talk about goal setting. I guess the first and most obvious thing to do is to have a little bit of a talk about what is a goal and what is not a goal. Because most of what turns up in the New Year's resolution list is actually not, so far as I'm concerned, at least a goal. I say that because it's not something you can actually do. It's not something you can achieve. It's not something you can tick off. And look, I know there's some clever acronyms around there. Uh, People use SMART. Uh, I'll put a link to uh, a few people who use that in the show notes, which is SMART goal setting. That's certainly been around for a little while now. And I didn't want to do that today, I didn't want to use a clever acronym. I just wanted to give you something useful. So let's take an example of a few New Year's resolutions in the field of the legal profession that you might have heard. I want to get a promotion. There's a pretty standard New Year's resolution. This year I'm going to get a promotion. What about I'm going to build a practice? I want to build my practice in area X. Now those things are nice. I mean, don't get me wrong, it's not a bad idea to decide to do that and I am in favour of visualising the end before getting into things, but you've got to do it right. You've got to visualise the end in enough detail and it's got to be useful, but after you've done that, so you picture yourself having your promotion, whatever that's going to look like, you know, you see where it is you want to end up at the end of the year. But you can't actually just go off and do that. It's not like you say I'm going to get a promotion and then all of a sudden you go and get a promotion. You know, the end of the year comes, you get a promotion. That's not how it works. Likewise with a practice, you might say I'm going to build a practice, but if you don't think that through into tasks that you can actually do on a daily, weekly, monthly, half yearly or yearly basis, then you're not going to get there. And the stark reality is out of most New Year's resolutions that people make, the vast majority fail to occur. Generally, they fail to occur very quickly because they're the same resolutions that you've made year after year. So, today I want to have a talk about how you can take your resolution and turn it into a set of goals, and I'm going to use the practical example of getting a promotion. So, the first thing to think about is what is your actual goal? Your actual goal is not the aspiration. So, I'm going to start using the language aspiration, getting a promotion is an aspiration it is not a goal why do i say it's not a goal it's not a goal for a few reasons in terms of this one it's not a goal because you cannot achieve it you cannot get a promotion you cannot give yourself a promotion all you can do is to get yourself in a position where you are eligible for a promotion it's up to other people to give you a promotion And I think this is really important when it comes to goal setting, that your goals need to be things that you can actually achieve. They need to be things that you can take steps towards achieving. Otherwise, you may spend the entire year working to a particular aspiration only to find that someone's shifted the goalposts on you. Someone's changed what you can or can't do. Someone's moved the rules. Someone's added some extra criteria. So, It is very important that if you are going to have an aspirational target, it needs to be something where all of the component steps, at least within reason, are within your control. Now, that does create a few hurdles, particularly with things like promotions, because getting a promotion, as I said, is the decision of others, it's your bosses, it's up to them whether they're going to give you a promotion or not, it is not up to you. So, maybe a better aspiration to have for the end of the year is that by the end of the year I will meet all of the necessary criteria to get a promotion. Now what are the positive things there? The first thing is that you have a date. Now I'm not saying the date should be the end of the year. In fact frankly I think we give ourselves far too much time for a lot of the goals that we set. We certainly allow ourselves too much time and then we never get started because there's no sense of urgency about achieving goals or working towards our aspirations because they're so far off you know the classic one is the person who makes a resolution to go on a diet this year and then you get into the end of the you know you're working through your way the christmas uh, leftovers uh, into the first couple of weeks and they say oh you know i'll start next week or i'll start when i get to work or i'll start when i do this thing that's because there's no urgency associated with the task absent something outside the context of the aspirational target that they've set so first things first The reason what I just said was a better goal before was for a few things. It's because all of those steps necessary are in your control. But the second reason is there was a definite deadline. It was by the end of the year. But you need to give the deadline some proper consideration. Are you giving yourself too long? Are you not giving yourself long enough? My personal view when it comes to targets in terms of timeframes is that your goal setting should be slightly optimistic. It needs to be wise. It needs to be a proper and considered decision because you don't want to set goals and not meet them because then all you're doing is getting yourself in the habit of not meeting goals. But I do think we make ourselves a lot of latitude in our goal setting by allowing far more time than we have to. And as a result, we never get that sense of urgency and we never get things off the table, off the ground properly. So if you're going to set a goal, at least start with these two things. Pick a reasonably Good time frame, but a definite one, and make it slightly optimistic, which will keep you energized when it comes to the next steps. The second part is though, articulate a goal or an aspiration that actually is full of steps that you can complete. Now, I could just end there and I could say, you know, that's how you go about setting a big goal, a nice aspirational target, have a deadline, make sure it's achievable. But that's not really it. I mean, that's not going to get you anywhere. Just saying I'm going to get in a position to get a promotion by the end of the year isn't going to get you the promotion. So what do you need to do with that aspiration? This is where actual, genuine, realistic, step-by-step goals come into place because you take that aspirational target. And personally, I prefer to write it down, but you don't have to. You just go through it in your head, jot down some notes, whatever works for you. Most people find that goal-setting Uh, by writing things down is more useful because being able to see it will make it very real. But the important thing if you're going to write it down is don't go and put it in a drawer. Have it somewhere visible. Be reminded about it. Have it in front of you on a daily basis so you can look at that and you can go, what am I doing to achieve that goal today? We're going to come to that in a minute. So I do suggest writing it down, but don't just write it down if you're going to put it away. Have it somewhere visible where you can actually see it. But the next step, so aspirational targets, and you need to break it down. Getting a promotion isn't a step, but what is? What, what are the requisite components? And I'm just going to make these up because they're going to be different from firm to firm, and I'll link up an article in the show notes, uh, which again are at tipsforlawyers.com slash podcast 20. I will link up an article where I have spoken a little bit about this particular topic, but uh, you need to actually set the component parts of the aspiration in order to ensure that you can tick off all the necessary steps to get there. So what you need to do is you need to go and you need to think, what am I going to do to get this promotion? What are the requirements? So look, step number one, if you don't already know what they are, step number one in your day-to-day goal setting or your weekly goal setting is going to be find out what I need to do to be well positioned to get a promotion at the end of the year. Now, a lot of law firms are going to publish that sort of information these days. You've got to take it with a grain of salt. There's always subjective criteria as well as objective criteria. So let's assume there's a few things on the list. You, could, you might already tick off half the things on the list and you're sort of working for that last strong push so you can get promoted to the next level. And some of the things you're already doing, fine. Don't need to worry about them. You already tick them off. So you're halfway towards your aspirational target already. But what about the others? So let's say there's a few things on your list let's say uh, you're supposed to be doing more article writing uh, which for reasons that baffle me most firms still require people who are looking to get promoted to do and maybe you need to do some more public speaking maybe you need to develop some more internal relationships around the firm okay so you've gone and you've checked the requirements those are the objective requirements that are set out but don't forget for promotion There's probably going to be some subjective requirements too. Those are going to be things about client complaints. Uh, They're going to be things about how you're going in terms of your overall perception, your team building. Maybe it's something to do with your management or your supervisory abilities. And this is where your internal relationships within the firm are actually really important because this is an excellent opportunity for you to have a conversation with someone who matters and who you trust who can offer you some guidance on these points and just be open. Say, look, I'm working my way through these criteria. I wouldn't mind knowing where I stand. Can you give me some honest feedback on these points? Because these are the things that you guys say the firm looks at. Um, What is it that I need to be doing better? What do I need to work on? Are there concerns that you've heard about me? Uh, Now, this should be the kind of stuff that comes up in your review, but frankly, it probably isn't because reviews are done so terribly in law firms that the chances are pretty low that you've actually discussed these things in a meaningful and beneficial way and take the comments and make sure that you take them on board because if you're going to ask someone you trust you've got to listen to what they're going to say but the other thing when you're having this conversation is you might also want to ask them what are the things that aren't written down in this promotion plan what are the things that aren't here that i need to know about if i'm going to position myself for a promotion so those are some things you might do as that first step. So your first step is find out what you've got to do. That's obvious. Now, how long are you going to give yourself for that? If you're going to give yourself a week, then there's your first real goal. Within one week, I will know with certainty what I need to do to position myself for a promotion by the end of the year. And that is a real goal. That is an actionable goal. You know what you need to do. You need to go to the internet to look it up. You need to have a meeting with someone to find out what the deal is. And then you're going to make a list. And that might be your next list. That's going to be your next step, which is to list out the remaining criteria. So, you can see there how what we've done is we've taken your aspirational target and we've broken it down into a step. And that is the step, and that has to have a deadline too. Don't make yourself a long list of things to do without giving yourself a deadline for each component part, because that way you will build momentum, you really will. It is self-motivating to be ticking things off the list. Everyone loves ticking things off a list. Put a few things on there that you've already done so you can tick them off. It makes you feel great. But have your list and put deadlines on each of them. So your next step after you've done that is going to be, what's my first thing? Do I need to write more articles? Okay, when am I going to write the articles? Your goal for your next week might simply be to find out what the um, appropriate topic for the article is. The week after, write the article. You can step it out into those steps. Now, once you have those steps and you've got the criteria and you've put your deadlines on them, you might find one of two things. Firstly, it's going to take too long and you're not going to get there by the end of the year. Or secondly, you're going to be able to do it faster. Now at that point, you've got two options. You move your aspirational target because it was unrealistic, just depending on what the end result is here. Or you decide to do things faster. Why not do things faster? Once you tick off on this goal, you can devote your energies to the next goal because you've realized how good you are at goal setting and actually properly stepping your way through things. Now, that's the listing component that's breaking it down into component pieces and that's fine this is where most people generally get to they get to figuring out their target and if they're sensible they get to breaking it down to say at least in some sort of way what it is that they're trying to achieve on a step by step basis generally it's not quite as detailed as i'd suggest you do it but you know most people do okay the real battle now becomes doing the things on the list. And you've got to make time to do the things on the list because I will bet my bottom dollar that the aspirational target you have set and the associated goals are things you've been thinking about doing for a while and haven't gotten around to. And you've probably said things like, I got too busy. I didn't get around to it. There were too many urgent things. I was at work all day. I was busy with the kids. I got tied away, there was an emergency, something happened, I had to travel a lot, unexpected things arose. I'll bet any number of those sound familiar, particularly I am busy. The number of people who tell me how busy they are as an excuse for not doing things is phenomenal, and I can understand that. People are busy. But if you want to actually achieve the goal rather than just writing down a bunch of steps and never doing them, then you need to actually start making time for it. So if you're going to write an article in the space of a week, and submit it for approval or whatever the process is at your particular firm, because that's part of your promotion uh, guidelines that you need to be doing more of, then you need to make time to do it. And you've got to be deliberate about it. And the strongest recommendation I can make to you is that you do that at the start of the day. If you need to get up half an hour early and get into work half an hour early, then do that. You might only need to do it twice a week. You might only need to do it once a week. Maybe you need to do it on a Saturday morning or a Friday night when everyone else is out at the pub. It depends what your goal is. I mean, we're just talking about promotion and it's easy to put that off and just assume you'll get there at some point anyway. But there are going to be goals that you are going to be passionate about and you're going to want to get to and you're going to want to do things more and more that work towards that goal. And I'm telling you, if you don't make the time for them, you are not going to get around to them. And another year will come by, you will make the same resolution again, and you will kick yourself because you haven't done it. You haven't done it. And you've got to make the time. If this is important to you, and I'm assuming if you've listened this far, it is important to you that you actually reach this goal. It has to be important in your schedule. Now, if it's something unwork related I'm not saying all goals need to be work-related. If it's something you can't do within work hours, then you need to find some non-work hours. And if you've got kids or annoying friends or flatmates or whatever, then you need to manage that situation. But you have to schedule time, deliberate time, where you are doing that and only that, which is working towards the goals, which are the goals you've set in order to reach your aspirational target. And that is how you get things done that are going to make place for it. I wrote an article a little while ago called The Tyranny of the Urgent. And really, I see lawyer after lawyer getting caught up in this. Their day-to-day dance is a series of what do I have to do next? What is the thing that the person is screaming loudest at me about? And that is what happens next. And they do not have the time to sit back and go, what is important to me over the next six months? And how am I going to make sure that I'm devoting time to doing that? They are caught up. And it's a spiral because the more you get caught up in it, the less and less you feel like you can make time for these important tasks. So you've got to take a breath and you've got to say, when can I do this thing? When can I write this article? When can I arrange this speech? When can I have coffee with this person? When can I meet with my mentor? When, when, when am I going to do it? And then put it in your diary, put it in your calendar, send an email invite, put it in your phone, do whatever you need to do to make sure that time is locked away to do those things. Now I know reality comes up, family happens, people get sick, kids come and interrupt you, or whatever. These things happen. But if that happens and it's interrupting you too frequently on this time you've scheduled, then you need to schedule different time, or well, you need to get up earlier. I read an interesting—actually, I haven't read it. I've heard about it. Uh, an interesting book uh, recently about how to actually go about getting earlier. If I can remember the title of it, I will definitely link it up in the show notes. But if you're struggling to find the time, then you have to make the time. We can never find time. Our time is always taken. It's always taken. So you need to make time to achieve the steps on a frequent basis that are working towards the goals that are going to get the aspirations. And that's how you achieve things this year. That's how you achieve things every year. That's how you're going to start achieving things right now. So today I wanted you to do this um, you can comment, you can email me if you want through the contact form or at chris at tipsforlawyers.com. Uh, do whatever you like, but I would like you to jot down this. What, what is your aspirational target and what are the steps, what are the key steps? Don't give me a list of 20 things, that's getting a bit silly and is a burden on you. But what are the key things that you need to do? And that'll at least start you thinking in the right track, but you've got to set the goals in an actionable step-by-step way and develop the habit of working to it in priority to other things. And if you find you're not doing that because you care less about it as time goes on, then maybe it wasn't as important as you think it was. And maybe you need to set a different goal that you actually genuinely think is important rather than one that the world is telling you is important. That's all I had to say for today. This is Chris from tipsforlawyers.com. This is the Tips for Lawyers podcast, and I look forward to speaking with you all more through 2015.